I want to urge all of you to get comfortable being uncomfortable with another person. It's really, really hard because unless we've had healthy conflict modeled for us, conflict either feels unsafe and so you avoid it like I used to, or it's this exciting emotional roller coaster where you don't really know how it's going to end up, but you just kind of go along for the ride because that's an environment that resonates with you because of how you grow. Welcome to the Ignited Recovery Podcast, a new way forward for anyone looking for answers but feeling left out. If you've been searching for empowerment, triumph, and purpose, you've found them right here. You won't hear the same solutions and you're not going to have any excuses to fall back on because Ignited Recovery allows heroes to rise and become their best selves. I'm Dr. Adi Jaffe, and I can't wait to be your guide on this journey. Are you ready to become an Ignited Hero? Change is always hard. Always, always. Change is always really difficult. And so the first pushback that we have when there's change, and I'm not taken away from the pain, I'm not taken away from the stress and the anxiety, but the first pushback that comes is that we don't want things to change, we want them to stay the same. And in an interesting way, the same thing ends up happening, the same thing happens in relationship, right? So often, and I'm not necessarily only talking about romantic relationships, but I'm going to probably veer primarily towards focusing on romantic relationships today, because something came up for me today that sort of connected this arc. And I'll just start with this concept that a lot of times even in the midst of addiction, and whether you're the one struggling or a family member who's struggling, in the midst of it, even though you know it's cloudy and overcast and the sun rarely shows up and you know everybody's drenched and they're we're not really happy in the, in the moment, any push by any member of the relationship in any direction that causes massive change is uncomfortable. And that's a little bit of an oxymoron. There's a paradox in here to some extent. We're unhappy where we are. And yet anytime that we want to launch into something else, there's the first feeling is anxiety and fear. And, you know, I'll just share a little bit what came up for me today is I've shared before about, you know, my relationship with, uh, with Sophie and we had an interaction, right? I'll, I'll get a little bit more details just so I'm, I'm giving you real context. So when we first met, um, Sophie had been in a five-year committed relationship. I hadn't actually been in a serious relationship in years. So we came from very different elements in that sense. He was also younger than I am. And the relationship that she was in was abusive. So about five years of an abusive relationship. I know some of you have heard this before, but just a quick summary. So we, we connected very quickly, very much in love, all about it. And yet there was always this block. And the block for us had to be around intimacy and physical intimacy in particular. After five years of sex, psychological and physical abuse, that's it's very obvious to me, logically, why that would be an issue. I didn't know how to handle it. So my, my version of I don't know how to handle things is I back away. I don't do anything. I avoid. Sophie's issue was scaring her anyway. And she had, I didn't learn this till much later, had fear about how to even bring things up that are uncomfortable. Because in her previous relationship, which was her only real serious long-term relationship, when she brought things up that were uncomfortable, violence, aggression, screaming, belittling gaslighting that's what would happen so here are two of us very much in love very much wanting to move forward this is before any like my sex addiction stuff came up any of it right it's just we're faced with a situation where we're not happy but making a move by any of us to change the current scenario either end the relationship or create happiness but we just don't know which one is going to end up happening right um was too much for us it was just too much for us and so we 
lived, we were still living together for almost a year. She moved into my place at the time and just nobody mentioned anything that was going on. It was, and that's what I mean by it was, even though we both hated it, it was more comfortable staying in the situation we despised than it was to make the change. The interaction I had with my wife earlier today, literally this morning, brought front and center to me. And this is a long time, guys. So I'm talking about a decade, well, nine years or so of shift. And I just shared with her, I said, you know, the way you just talked to me and the response that I just gave you back, I'm, I'm gone. I'm coming back late tonight. It had to do with us connecting intimate, intimately. Like the fact that we just had that conversation, that I said something she didn't like because I'm coming back really, really late. She hasn't seen me in three days. And, you know, I've got to wake up in the morning. She told me that, which was already a big thing considering where we were. She told me that that makes her really uncomfortable. I said that I'm going to try to create some change, which is very different than where I was a decade ago, which was like, oh, how, how dare you tell me that something I'm doing is not to your liking and I would take it personally. And I still don't know that I'll be able to show up home earlier, but there was so much love and so much sharing and so much, I can't wait to see you and appreciation in that instead of what used to happen a long time ago, which was, well, you know, whatever, you don't care about us anyway. It doesn't matter. Show up whenever you want. I'll just, I'm going to go to sleep early in our relationship. It might've literally been something, you know what, I'm going to take the kids and go to my parents. I'll just, you, you can have the house for the next few days. Like it would just get really uncomfortable because each one of us wasn't getting what we wanted and we were getting it, we were taking it very, very personally. The reason I wanted to share this here today is I wanna urge all of you to get comfortable being uncomfortable with another person. It's really, really hard because unless we've had healthy conflict modeled for us, conflict either feels unsafe and so you avoid it like I used to, or it's this exciting emotional roller coaster where you don't really know how it's going to end up, but you just kind of go along for the ride because that's an environment that resonates with you because of how you grew up, right? So some people screaming, yelling, throwing stuff comes naturally. Whereas for other people, if there's any version of conflict, complete shutdown, right? There's a completely emotionally retreat. And I think what I'm saying is both of those are the extreme sides of what we're trying to create in the middle, which is I it's good for me to be able to express my emotions realistically. So if I'm angry, I should be able to express anger. But how do I express that in a way that doesn't take away from the safety and security and respect for my partner? Culmination of nine years in, of work was presented to me today. And the reason that I, I'm so big on this concept, and a lot of you have heard me, I know, talk about being comfortable, getting, getting comfortable, being uncomfortable, but it's harder in a relationship. It's harder in a relationship because when you do it on your own, you're the only one either paying the price or enjoying the, the payoff. I'll just talk about, let's just talk about drug and alcohol use, right? Like if I'm emotionally uncomfortable and I have a drink, I'm less uncomfortable. It works the vast majority of the time, at least for a very short period of time, but it works. It does what it's supposed to do. I'm super uncomfortable right now. I take a drink. I end up in this state, which is a more comfortable one, but that's the shortcut, right? We know it's a shortcut and it's okay to take a shortcut when we feel like taking a shortcut, but let's just not pretend for a second that the drink solved the anxiety. And so this is a, an, an issue or a topic that we play with a lot, which is how do I push up against what feels uncomfortable, right? When this is, this is hard, not push myself so far that it re-traumatizes me, not push myself so far that it causes massive anxiety or panic attack or causes a real severe reaction that I then have to walk back from. But that's practice, guys. It's practice, right? It's like push up, go, oh, okay. I feel that. I feel uncomfortable. 
I feel anxious. Do a, do a practice. Pick, pick a practice that you know that helps you be able to kind of feel and not have to escape it. And if the first time you only make it three minutes, you made it three minutes. Congratulations. That's amazing. You just spent three minutes pushing against your discomfort, and then you can back away. And this is, to me, the part, and I know I'll, I'll bring it back to relationships, but this is, to me, the part that people get wrong. For some people, some people, the traditional kind of like, hey, quit and figure it out later works. But this is the part that a lot of people get wrong, and that is these things are like crutches and wheelchairs and canes and Band-Aids. Yes, they don't, you put a Band-Aid on a cut, it's not actually fixing the cut. It's just protecting it for a little while from further infection so that your body can do the work, right? A cane is not making your leg stronger, but it's giving you enough counterweight just to be able to push up against that leg a little bit. But if you don't do it, if you don't use the cane, right? I used to walk, I walked with a cane after my accident. With a cane, you have to put it in your opposite leg so you can put a little bit of weight on the leg that is weak. I went from a wheelchair, no, no ability to put weight on anything, but they still told me to put, make a little exercise, move my foot, just a little bit every day. Why? I'm pushing up against the boundaries of what I'm capable of doing in terms of physical discomfort. We're talking about psychological and emotional discomfort. And this is big, guys. This is a really, really big concept because you can work that muscle. For me to be able to have the conversation with Sophie this morning, tension, et cetera, we had hundreds of uncomfortable conversations, hundreds. And at first they were barely barely scratching the surface of what we really wanted to say, but they were better than saying nothing at all. And then next thing you know, my wife can say, I'm, I'll give you, actually, I'll, I'll, I can give like a million examples, right? Like my wife can tell me now when, because she still had that trauma. So she can tell me now when the intimacy has gotten too intense, right? And she can go, hey, hold on. I just, I need a moment. And I need to back away. And I've learned over interaction that has nothing to do with me. That's not her saying she doesn't want me. It's not her saying she wants a divorce in the near future. It's none of that stuff. But the old version, the insecure old version of me used to hear, wait, why is my girlfriend at the time, then fiance, then wife backing away from me? There must be something wrong with me. Hey everybody, it's Adi again, and I want to share with you something that I believe is one of the most useful free tools I've ever created for my clients and for you. It's our free personalized My Drinking Score report. Look, you already know that at Ignited, we don't care much for labels and we don't believe in any of those once a blah, 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 always a blah, blah, blah slogan. But if you are questioning your specific relationship with alcohol, you may be trying to figure out how to understand what you need to do and whether you're moving in the right direction. Well, then this completely free tool is for you and will give you the answers you're looking for. All you're going to do is you're going to take a five minute quiz answering simple questions that you know the answers to. And then like magic, our system is going to spit out a custom report so that you can find out more about your relationship with alcohol and actually get guidance and help to some of the changes that you can individually make. I created this tool to give you a customized, personalized virtual resource that you can take at any time and that makes it easy to get the exact recommendations and steps that you need to help eliminate your struggles. Anybody can take it. And did I mention that it's completely 100% free? Well, it is. So stop running around in circles, trying to figure out why you're having a hard time getting sober and get real solutions and guidance to help transform your life and get ignited forever. Just pause this audio right now and go to ignited.com forward slash go. Again, that's ignited.com forward slash go and take our five minute quiz right now.
find out what your drinking score is and then share it and tag us on Instagram or Facebook because remember, fuck shame. Together, we get to move forward and get better every day. Thank you for tuning in to the Ignited Heroes Recovery Podcast. I really hope you found the information here useful and that we'll see you back here next week. And look, I want to make sure that this podcast is the most useful it can be for you. So please let me know by emailing info at ignited.com if there are any specific topics or questions you'd like to have addressed. As usual, if you like this episode, I would love for you to leave us a five-star review and rating. Thanks and see you next week.